Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special. This is Coom Cassis for Eiffel TV in association with MTK Global. I'm joined by still undefeated Dante Dixon. Congratulations, great performance tonight. Yeah, it was a very good performance. It could have been better, as I said, but it is what it is. We moved from there. I feel like it was good, but get back in the gym Monday, working on little stuff what didn't really go as well today, and we improve. It was tough in there. I mean, you had your, your moment in the last round where you possibly could have got him out there, but overall, you've got to be pleased with that display. Overall, I'm very pleased with it because obviously it was a high pace, kept it up for six rounds. That was good. He kept coming. He was a tough guy. So, very good learning fight for me. It seems over the last three or four fights, especially uh, in your quite short career already, that we're seeing those kind of noticeable improvements in your performance, and that was again evident tonight. Yeah, that's good. Obviously, I try to stay in the gym, me and my trainers, we're always working on stuff, so to try to improve every fight. Why are you going to be a problem for that division? Obviously, you've seen today I can mix it up. Obviously, if you keep coming, I can hold the pace well as well, step up my gears when I need to, step up the skills when I need to, so I'm going to be a problem. I'm going to be a real big problem. Real big problem. Um, we've spoken about this before, but the influence and the experience of Billy Joe Saunders behind you is going to be very, very crucial in your career, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be very crucial, but it's going to be good. It's, it's good having Billy in my corner. He's always making sure that I'm training, always making sure that I'm in the gym, not coming out of the gym as I did for a bit ago, but I'm being in the gym now, I'm staying in there. What has he said to you this week about coming into this fight? Because obviously you was meant to be on Facebook Live. You ended up being on a TV slot tonight, which was unexpected, but, but good for you as well. So what, what did he say to you about your fight this week? He was just telling me to stay sharp, stay on it, and steal the show. That's what he was telling me to do, and that's what I tried to do today. So, obviously, moving into 2021, it's about banking more rounds and kind of pushing yourself up to some sort of title at some point next year. Hopefully, try to pick up a potential area title, but if it comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't. But I just look forward to it. Keep staying, keep fighting, keep winning, keep learning, keep looking good, and then sky's the limit from there. Absolutely. We're going to keep growing the hair as well? We're going to keep growing the hair. It's going to be a lot longer than my next fight. Just, just keep watching, just yeah. keep watching. Any reason for that? Just, just fancy a little big hairdo? Just fancy a little change, obviously. All from my life, I've been growing it, cutting it off, growing it back. I've had it cut for about six years now, but thought me as well grow it back again. Obviously, it was in lockdown, no barbers, couldn't get my hair cut, so thought me as well grow it. Definitely, I understand it's your mother's birthday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Sing a little happy birthday, dear. Yeah, happy birthday to my mum. Birthday tomorrow. I look forward to eating some good food. Obviously, been dieting for some months now. I know I've got some good food there, some mutton and rice, jerk chicken yard now. So I look forward to eating good tomorrow. Dante, I was hoping he was going to actually sing her a little happy birthday song, you know? Uh, you can sing her happy birthday if you I'll want. I'll start it, I'll start it, ready? What's her name, Deborah, is it? Yeah, Deborah. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday, I'm checking. <laughs> happy birthday. Dante Dixon's mum, Deborah. Uh, have you got anything else you'd like to add before we go? Uh, big thanks to everyone who was watching. I hope you enjoyed the show. Look forward to seeing everyone again. Hopefully when we get a crowd in 2021, get behind me, man.
very good performance. Congratulations on Wednesday and upwards into 2021. Well done, mate. Thank you, thank you. Look forward to it. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial advice on all your debt. James, that was totally emphatic. Dynamite in both hands. Just talk us through that. An amazing performance from you tonight. Um, firstly, you know, great to get the win. Um, another great show. Um, went out, you know, was sort of just nip and tuck, and then I think I caught him a left hook, and I'd seen a wee chink, I'd seen him go a wee bit, so I just went, you know what, I'll put it on him here because I'd seen that it hurt him, and, you know, it's paid off. For O'Reilly, we knew this was his big step up, his big opportunity on the big stage, and you talked about expecting a hard night's work tonight. Did you surprise yourself with how quickly you ended things tonight? Yeah, very surprised. You know, he came out, when we came out, there wasn't too much really to see between the two of us until I, I, I clipped him that one shot, and then once I seen that wee chink, I seen it hurt him a bit. I just went, you know what, I'll put it on him here, and, you know, it's paid off. It's got me to win on an early night. He was very confident coming in. He said that he'd studied you well, but I think, as the old saying goes, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Your power at lightweight just proving too much for any challenges at the moment. Absolutely. You know, I'm actually, I think, I read that he had actually used that exact statement himself. Saying it. So, you know, yeah, you could say so. Are you feeling somewhat unstoppable at the moment? You're certainly looking unstoppable at 135 pounds. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I am feeling like I'm going to go all the way here at lightweight. Um, you know, the weight from I've moved up, you know, I'm feeling a heck of a lot stronger and sharper so you know yeah I feel like I can go all the way. You're firmly established now in the top 10 in the WBA rankings we know you want the big names you want to continue on towards a world title the likes of Jorge Linares if you can't get a world title shot they're the types of names that you want next? Absolutely you know Eddie just mentioned about Jorge Linares and the SSC in Belfast and I says nights like that you know the, the, the thoughts of something like that make hers my next down so that just sort of fits it in my boxing for you. It was interesting really. I'm just going to read here your quote when the fight was announced a bit more fiery than what we're used to seeing from you you said you were sick of hearing the names of the American fighters being thrown about as the next big thing you want to prove your level and be headlining bills of your own just talk to us through that. Yeah well you know sounds sick of is a wee bit of a strong statement but you know I know given the opportunity um, you know I can put my name right up there and mix it with their names and you know there's no, there's no um, names from this side of the water being thrown about and I know that I'm the man that can do it. And you believe that, that's a likely then to, to bring those big shows back to Belfast that would be amazing for you wouldn't it? It's, not, it's like a dream come true you know that's what I'm working for and that's what I'm going to make happen. Just break down that lightweight division for me then because it is absolutely stacked isn't it from top to bottom? The, the lightweight division you know it's red hat there's um, Teofimo Lopez, Javante Davis, um, uh, Devin Haney Devin, as well, Devin yeah, Haney, Vasily um, Lomachenko, it's endless really. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the, the lightweight division, you know, it's red hot at the moment. Brilliant, James. Well, do you have any final messages to add tonight, perhaps to the lightweight division for James Jr., your family back in Belfast as well? Um, yeah, you know, the lightweight division, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to start making some noise and, you know, start racking up some big wins and, 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 and some big fights. Well, the assassin, that was emphatic. Congratulations, well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Shannon Courtney. Cor oh, my God. Holy shit. Did you expect that immediately, straight out the gate, that she was going to come at you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew, she, I knew, I said that all week she's going to be awkward. Uh, she's tough. She's going to come in like a bull. 
I didn't think she would like. I knew she leant in with her head, but I didn't know she was going to headbutt me like she was. Like I kept. She was slapping you as well. Yeah, and I kept thinking to myself, I genuinely, I kept thinking any minute now there's going to be a cut. There's going to be a cut because it was just, and her head was so tough. Like it was like hitting rock to be honest. But um, got the win, and that's all that matters. Can I just say, I'm looking at the screen right now. You look like you, and I look like I've just been dragged through a bush. Oh, what is going on? <laughs> you look like you've been put through war, and you were, so. <laughs> okay, exactly. I mean, but let's just t talk a bit about that stoppage. That must do so much for your confidence right now, given where you just were a matter of a few months ago to now, feeling all types of dangers, huh? Yeah, I feel good. Um, <laughs> I, knew, I knew as the shot landed, I knew she wouldn't get up from that because yeah. it's just you as a fighter you know you know when it hits and you know you can feel the shot from your shoulder and I knew but I was lining that shot up all night because she kept circling to the left the whole time and as she was doing it every now and then she was dropping her left hand uh, her left shoulder a little bit a little bit like the way Froch knocked without groves at Wembley she was dropping like that so I just thought patience 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 it's gonna come and it did so 118 was the first time that you fought at this weight um you looked really comfortable is this sort of where you plan to stay? Yeah, 100%. This is my weight category now. I felt good making the weight. I had a, it was a good night, a good weight. Um, I didn't need to cut like loads of weight to get into. I was in, I was basically on weight when I entered the bubble, to be honest. And then even you can see what I looked like on the scales. I looked healthy. I actually looked healthier at that weight than I do at the heavyweights, to be honest. So, this is my weight category now. This is where I'm going to be winning world titles. And yeah, this is the new me. It's interesting how things come full circle because at one point you were attending a Billy Joe Saunders fight where it mo inspired you to become a fighter and here you are fighting on the undercard. What is that like for you? I that. That's the first live fight I ever went to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was like an epiphany. No, it's true, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's cool though, right? Now, I mean, he's a mate of yours. I mean, you, you guys have all been around each other. It's a bit trippy. It's been a little bit like this week. It's been like one big team. It's been like my team and Billy Joe's team. We've all done everything together. It's been nice. It's, um, yeah, listen, Billy's a great guy. His whole team's a great guy. We just blended. It's, it's nice. Dreams come true. Well, congratulations. I wish you all the best. Go and celebrate tonight. Enjoy yourself. Thanks on my mum. That's yeah, what I'm okay. doing. <laughs> all right. It's nice speaking with you. Bye, fight fans. Hey, fight fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you do so by clicking this icon right here or else. Shannon, just uh, <laughs> massive congratulations. Just try and put into words how much that win means to you, especially coming back from your first career defeat. Mm -hmm. um, if there were any lingering doubts or demons, did you just exercise them there? Yeah, 100%. I think the fight was it was scrappy, but we knew it was going to be a scrappy fight. We knew it was going to be messy. I got greedy with the right hand, and I admit that. But I knew I knew I had to catch her flush to knock her out because she was tough as anything, and she was just running at me like a bull. But I'm glad I got the win now because of Conor Falosh, you know, you, you never feel great. I, the camp was perfect. I have like, the best team possible with, you know, H, Troy, Charlie, who couldn't be here tonight, I'm gutted, and Adam, so it's been a beautiful camp, and I'm glad I got the win. If you can just look at this one, so I just want you to talk us through uh, the finishing punch. You obviously had a great left hook knockout early in your career, but just talk mm -hmm. us through this one. <laughs> Something you've worked on? Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best you've thrown in your career, would you say? Yeah, one of them. <laughs> now, we was working on... Um, you know, fainting and then clocking, clocking the back right and then throwing the right hand and letting it go. Um, so I feel sharper, you know, 118. I've found my division now, I've found my weight, and um, yeah, I'm glad. 
physically you, you've said how you prepared differently, but did you show mental strength in there tonight? As I said, it's how you come back from a defeat that many people would judge you on. 100%. It's... It would have been so easy for anyone of a loss to walk away, and it's not the loss that determines you or defines you, it's the way that you come back that defines you. That's where your true character is shown. And, yeah, I was down in the dumps, thought to myself, do you know what, my friends and family are healthy and they're happy, I'm healthy, I'm happy, get over it, get your career cut back on track, and let's start winning titles, and that's exactly what I've done tonight. What about the weight? Is bantamweight the real weight division for you? Yes. And why... What was the difference in preparation this time around that made you um, so much more comfortable at Bantamweight? Moving up, sorry, living in the hotels, being in my gym, so that I've had not just my day sessions doing my boxing, but my nighttime sprints, you know. I've got someone next to me all the time, whether it's the, like Troy, Adam, H or Charlie. I've also got Asif, I've got Sally there next to me. They're making sure I'm hitting numbers every single week. Every single week I was hitting PBs. So next camp, I'm going to hit even more PBs. This is my lifestyle now. It ain't a stage, just train when you've got to fight. It's a train all year long, and this is a lifestyle, and I've now learned that. Don't go anywhere, because I want to get your reaction to what Eddie Hearn's got to say. Eddie, what do you want to do next with Shannon Courtney? The big fight that everybody, I'm sure, I include Shannon in this, is the Rachel Ball rematch. Yeah, I thought that, well, first, it was a great performance. I think she should be very proud of herself, because after that defeat to Rachel Ball, which was a fight she could have won, we went back to the change room, and she looked, I mean, she was devastated. And I worried how she bounced back from it. She bounced back from it by just grafting, 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 putting in the hours, putting in the time. She showed that she really wants it in this sport. And I thought it was a great performance. You know, firstly, Norek was horrible. She was like a ball. And then she tried to box off the back foot. She cut her off and she knocked her out. It's great to see. The fight is the Rachel Ball rematch. And, you know, it's funny because when you experience a loss and you come back with a win like that, I think she's ready for world titles now. And I wouldn't have thought that before the Rachel Ball fight. So Rachel Ball just won the interim bantamweight championship. The WBA bantamweight championship is still vacant. I'd like to put in a request for Shannon to rematch Rachel Ball with the WBA. Let's make that fight. Maybe on even on the White Pavetkin card early next year. I really think she's ready for world championships now. It's reasonably thin in that division. So, you know, you're not having 15, 16 fights before you're challenging for world titles. I think she's ready. I think Rachel Ball should give her the rematch. And I think it's a great fight for, for women's boxing, British boxing and boxing in general. Shannon, your reaction to that, I don't know how you would have felt watching Rachel Ball win the WBC interim title. Eddie's saying there, let's make it for the full WBA title. Is that the fight you want next? 100%. If she genuinely believes she won that fight, why wouldn't she want to fight me again? If she thinks she won, surely she'd want to fight me again. It's the fight everyone's screaming out for, it's the fight that makes sense, and it's the fight that I want. Have you got a message for her? I don't know if she'll be watching. See you next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special. This is Kevin Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global, Wembley Arena here. I'm here with the victorious James Tennyson. Well, if you went to get a cup of tea in between <laughs> one of them breaks, you may have missed uh, what just happened in the ring there. You must be over the moon with that. Absolutely over the moon, Coog. You know, um, great to get the win, you know, great to get the win that sort of style, you know, in and out quick, um, over the moon with it. 
I know it's very difficult for, for boxers to kind of go, oh, you know, I will knock him out, etc., etc. And the, the attitude usually is, if it comes, it comes. And throughout your career, you kind of say similarly, you do go, we know you go for knockouts, but that is your attitude as well. And if it comes, it comes. Yeah, if it comes, it comes, you know. It's just sort of my style, you know, I'm a, I'm a come forward, aggressive style, you know, I head hard, so, you know, it could always look like I'm going in for the knockout, but, you know, like you say, if it comes, it comes. Aside from kind of a run of successive knockout wins since that Tevin Farmer fight, what's changed for you in that period of time? Um, the weight, you know, the weight has been a huge, huge difference for me. From moving up, you know, I'm not killing myself, I'm not draining myself down. Um, from I've moved up, you know, I've got that extra bit of energy, you know, the powers are, you know, feeling sharp. Obviously, uh, names being linked, you know, with Eddie's mentioned, Jorge Linares, etc. But now we're kind of moving into 2021. There seems to be, there are going to be some huge fights for you around then. Yeah, absolutely. You know, before before this fight happened, we knew the winner would be going on for some big fights next year. Um, you know, I've got them ahead of me. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And, you know, I'm ready to put my, put my name out there with some of the biggest lightweights in the world. Let me bring in Mark. Let me come in, Mark. Let me, let me bring him up. Come in, come in. I like getting the team involved. He can. Uh, if we see him. Um, well, I know he's being. I know he's being labelled the, the the Irish GGG. But when he puts out performances like that. Tell me this, Kieran. Are you going to America to the Glasgow fight? Because see what you do. I want you to compare Golovkin to Tennyson. <laughs> I don't want to hear the Irish Golovkin. I want to hear the, the Kazakh Tennyson. Yes. Can you do that for me? Because that's what I want. But but we've been talking about who you would like as well. And yes. Yeah. What was his name? Okay. Jorgen Linares. Ah, it's brilliant. But like he said to me earlier, he wants to do a number on this gamble. So who Haney just fought and who, and who Tank Davis fought. Put him in with him and see if he does fucking. Nine rounds, sorry. I swear on IFL, it's perfectly fine. Yurik is Gamboa, that's yeah. who you're talking about, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or else just tattle if he wins the European title. Two-weight European champion, you know. That's why not. He's plenty of time to fight in Belfast whenever, whenever the, the crowds come back. We'll fill that all, see, but that stage he'll be a superstar. How did you assess that performance tonight, as short as it was, Tony? Well, it was a very good performance, and that kid, O'Reilly, was like 16 fights unbeaten. He was a good amateur, too. So, um... You know, the, the, the get a four-shot knockout win was um for, for, was a hundred percent for us, and uh, James has just punched him very very hard, and he's getting stronger. He's 27 years of age. Every fight he's getting stronger. He's improving. He's so dedicated. He's hundred percent dedicated. He, he he lives a quiet lifestyle, and um he's just getting naturally stronger, and his punching power is like phenomenal. And uh, he proved that tonight. Thirty-one fights. Like he's fresh as a daisy. He's only 27. Yeah, you know, when he's made all the hard fights easy. So he's, he's just he's still so much improvement to come, you know. He gave up a good amateur career, you know, for to, to be world champion, and we're not going to stop till we get that. And we're actually going to get that there as a mandatory. Believe me, we're not going to go there like we did Farmer, fighting weight. We're going to get there, you know, earn the big paycheck, get him the million the million dollars. No, no, seriously, because yeah. you deserve it. Yeah. Thirty-one fights. There's not one fighter, not one in Britain, that can finish like that door. Show me, show me the night. Show me tonight what's going to happen. Nothing like that. And when you when you're in your when you put your reel off, with all them every time he appears on Sky, it's the same, same, same. No, and the guy's promising like a big payday now. That's it, you know. So on a Rolex watch, which you know Rolls about. Royce. Uh-huh. I'll take the watch. I'll take the watch in. So, I'll tell you what. Between Eddie Hearn and these two, I think your 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 marketing department's <laughs> sorted, isn't it? <laughs> 
Sometimes you want to say a word of Irish, we'll say something. Take over the microphone. Hello, Beach Max. No, what do you want to say? I don't know. But here. Yeah, uh, what I'm saying is, right, so you see his performance in age. He's been British coming off European champion, James Tennyson, and to be honest with you, he hasn't even got halfway of what he's going to achieve in his career. He's not even halfway there yet. British coming off European champion, 31 wins, 27 knockouts, and he's not even halfway. The best is yet to come. Like, you know, he's only warming up. Thank you. All right, have you got anything else you'd like to add? I think these two have done the talking for you, James. I'm going to get the VAR and the big pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out Wingstop over there because uh, I think you'll like a little bit about that. Yes, and a big, a big thanks to, a big thanks to down to Pascal and the Celtic Warriors, Jim, for helping them. You know, and all the sparring, young Neil and he's this. Jesus, so far. Yeah. Big thank you for Pascal Collins at the... Um, the, the, what's it, the wild card, Jim? Celtic Warriors. Celtic Warriors and um, Jesus Alvarez and Nell O'Connor for the sparring. It was 100%. It was brilliant. Thank you, Pascal. Thanks. I love the way he takes the mic. It's brilliant. <laughs> Do it all the time, sir. Thank, thank you very much, fellas. All right? Thank you. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial advice on all your debt. Courtney, massive congratulations. You came in tonight with a point to prove. You returned to winning ways, a fantastic right hand to finish it. How good did it feel to have your hand raised this evening? Oh, it's just, it was needed. I felt like I'm back at home. I feel like myself again, but better. I feel like I just needed this to finish the year on a high so I can go into the next fight, whether it be the rematch or not, you know, with good momentum behind me. Let's talk about that first couple of rounds. The MMA style was evident, you know, from the opening bell. She was leading with the head, charging forward, throwing clubbing, slapping type shots. But you yeah. did well just to sit off and counter the well off the ropes to, to survive that early pressure. I think because of the way that she boxed, she was so rough. She was coming in with her head. She was this. I just thought you've got to be patient. And like I said before the fight, in many of my interviews, timing was going to be key. So I had to be patient and wait to let my hands go, you know. So I was counting off the left hook when she had me on the ropes and not losing my head and making it scrappy. And I knew that if I paced myself, I didn't rush in, I knew I was going to catch her with the right hand because she was open for it and she was circling the same way and she was turning her shoulder that way. So I knew if I just was patient, 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 that it would come and it did. Despite it being an awkward style for you to showcase a lot of those improvements, as you just touched on there, you felt her slowing down as the fight wore on. And when you could keep her at range, that's when the bigger shots were landing. Yeah, definitely. And uh, she had like this really high uh, groin guard. So the body shots weren't really having effects. So I was going to try and slow her down with the body, but it was such a high groin guard, I thought it's not going to work. That's when I just thought, you've got to catch her flush, you've got to catch her clean to end it. And that's what I did. You said after the fight with Rachel that you did a bit of soul searching, you've made some sacrifices, came down in weight. You've seen it as a bit of a blessing. Just talk us through how the last few months have been for you heading into tonight. At first, awful. And then I picked myself up, dusted myself off, stopped feeling sorry for myself, realised this is the fight game, this is what it's all about. Um, and I don't just mean like inside the ring, I mean outside the ring as well. You realise who is there for you and who's not. You know, Everyone's your best mate when you're winning. And then when you have a loss, you see people's true colours. So... I look, I look at it now and I'm like, I'm blessed with the people I have got around me and those people I'm going to keep around me. As for inside the ring, these sacrifices that I've made of not properly seeing my family, not properly seeing my friends for nine weeks, living in these 
awful hotels other than when my sponsor Scott pays me for like some decent hotels. It was horrible. So you've got to go into that ring with that, with that mentality that I've lived hell for nine weeks and now you're going to pay the price. Fighting down at 118 pounds, one of the lightest, or if the lightest you've it's ever been. the lightest been. I've ever been, amateur and pro, it's the lightest of my career. You said that you felt you'd have more whip in your punches coming mm -hmm. into this fight. Did you feel that was the case tonight? I think the right hand showed it. Certainly <laughs> did. Let's uh, have a little talk about the rematch. You, you were reluctant to really speak about it before you got the job done tonight. Mm -hmm. Now you've done that. You spoke about it briefly at the press conference, 2021. What are the plans for you? I didn't want to speak about it before the rematch, not because it was like a, a worry of mine, I just thought it was ignorant of me to overlook my opponent on Friday night because I have a job at hand and we always focus on the job at hand. Now it's done, yeah I want the rematch, you know, it's like I said earlier, she genuinely believes that she won the fight, which many people don't think she did, why wouldn't she want to prove people wrong saying that she didn't win it and prove it to, like, to her and to me? It's a fight that everyone wants, it makes sense, a world title of two British girls, you know there's not actually been... A, world, a British women's world champion fight where someone's won. There was a draw with Terry Harper and Tasha, but it's not been a win. So I want to be the first. I want to make history. On the talk of blessings, that's how you've been approaching everything since that defeat. Yep. But it seems that she's going to be teed up to fight Ebony Bridges early next year. But as you said, the fight then for a world title, that just makes everything, what you've been through, so much more worth it, doesn't it? 100%. Listen, if she wants to fight and beat Ebony first and I have another fight in between, so be it. It's God's plan. But the rematch will happen and I will be a world champion. Is that another thing that you feel you've learned? It is that patience. It's so important that, you know, after fight camp, you felt the world had gone. You felt your world was over, but you've proven to yourself tonight that you can get back in the gym, you can knuckle down, you can come back and return to winning ways and you've got big fights in store. So that, that patience is going to be key for you, isn't it? 100%. I've, I've lost the fight. I've touched the canvas and I've got back up. I've learned these valuable lessons early on in my career that I can now take forward into my career knowing that I know these things and that nothing can test me now. I've experienced the worst pain. You know, I had... I've tasted what it's like to lose and it's horrible. It's so horrible and I'm never tasting that, that bitter taste ever again. Ebony Bridges, we believe, wants to do a, a, an interview with Michelle Joy Phelps because she believes that you've had a lot to say. Do you have any final messages to add either to Ebony, to your fans or, or to Rachel if they're watching from home tonight? I don't even know Ebony. How can I have an opinion on someone I've never met? I don't know. She's clearly got an opinion on me. Okay. But listen. We'll fight one day and that's fine. Until then, I'm not going to sit here talking about someone I'm not even fighting yet. St I'm going to stay in my lane, you stay in your lane, and when it's time to go, then we'll start talking. Shannon, we're very pleased for you. Massive congratulations. Thank well you done. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global, Wembley Arena here. I'm joined by the victorious Shannon Courtney. Well, what's a fucking punch? Not bad, was it? Lucky shot. Um, let's talk about the start of that fight, because she came out like a bull in a china shop. Like, she literally charged at you from the off and uh, tried to make you uncomfortable and settle you. So I, f I think after the first round or so, you kind of 
worked all that and then that didn't really affect you, did it? It was just a case of um, staying calm, really, and being patient, because I knew that she was going to charge me. No one, no one can come at you with that engine for that time for eight rounds. They're going to slow down, and I knew she would. And I knew if I stayed patient, covered up on the ropes, and just let my hands go when, it, when there was gaps in her armour, that I would land, and I was. I was catching my nice left hooks, body shots, moving away. She made the fight messy, but I thought, because it's such a rough fight and she's coming at me like a ball in a china shop, you've got to just be patient and key. So I just wore her down, wore her down, cut off the ring, and I knew that she was open for the left, for the right hand because she was circling the same way the whole time and she was dropping her left shoulder. So I knew once the time was there, cock the back, back right leg and let the right hand go. And I knew if I caught her flush, because I do carry power, I knew I'd knock her out, and that's what I did. I was listening to Eddie Hearn talking at the Sky Sports interview and I think he summed it up pretty well. You obviously had the, the lowest point of your, your life really back in August, but you've done what professional champions should do, and which is put your head down, work harder, come back, and then this was the result tonight. Yeah, a, a loss doesn't define you. It's how you come back from a loss that defines you. And that's what I did. I stuck my head down. I made the life changes that I did. I changed my... Not that I wasn't living the correct life before, but... I. Obviously, I've made it stricter. My lifestyle is pure boxing now. You know, I've come down, I've found my weight category. I looked healthy on the scales as well. And just the whole camp's been, been a beautiful camp. Everything's gone literally as good as it could have gone. I hit PBs every week. I was hitting numbers I couldn't dream of hitting. So I knew tonight it was just going to be a case of party time, basically. Show what you can do. And, yeah, she was awkward. And it didn't make me look good for the first few rounds. But I let my hands go. And... The, the knockout shows. How nervous were you into this fight week? Because off the back of what happened in fight camp, this was kind of all eyes on you to see what would happen, because people obviously doubting, questioning, etc. your character, um, what was going to happen tonight. So, but how nervous was you going into this, to make, knowing that you can't fuck up again? Of course, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. I'm nervous at every fight, but I was very nervous for this. But you know what? It was like the build-up I was really nervous, like for at, like certain points of the camp I'd be really nervous and then I'd be alright. But genuinely, as soon as I got in the bubble and I'd, I was there and there was no stress, the outside world couldn't get to me kind of thing, I was so calm and I, today, it was weird, I didn't feel like I was fighting today, I was so calm, so relaxed and everyone I've spoken to said, you seem so, like, red, not just ready but like so calm and relaxed and yeah, do you know, do you know what, was, what was really nice as well, I know I say sometimes, in these interviews, I take sticks sometimes on social media, but it genuinely felt like the whole country was behind me this time. Every time I turned on my phone, it was something positive. It was nice. Everyone was willing for me to win, and it was just, it was a lovely feeling. So everyone that sent me good lucks and stuff, thank you so much, because it's nice to feel like everyone's behind you. You had one of them kind of showreel knockout moments that you'll call last year, I remember, and that done the rounds, but I think this one probably topped that. And we, we don't really see knockouts like that in women's boxing. We see, like, stoppages, and we commonly see points win in, in women's boxing at whatever level, but here you coming along, actually, like, knocking them out. Well, you know. I, I'm, I am little, but I do, I do hit quite hard when I let my hands go, you know. My main sparring partner for the entire camp was Troy, and he's a bloke. So if I can go toe-to-toe -to -toe and trade with a bloke, I can trade with a woman, do you know what I mean? And Troy can think of it, so... It, it toughened me up physically, mentally, everything. So, yeah, I, 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 can, I can dig a bit. Without sounding... Without Very modest. No, you can literally leave it there. Cookies, because I'm not cocky, because there's a lot of women in this... Like, professional women can do... I can't do anything what they're doing. Like, some of their skills are unbelievable. But I can dig. 
So that's where I'm down in that aspect, but I'm up in that spectrum. I mean, well, mind you, some of them can dig. Like, look at Savannah Marshall a week. Like, um, All the way during this build-up to this fight, you quite rightly so reluctant to kind of talk about any fight. And I know people, idiots like myself, would throw people like Rachel oh, Balls them. Yes, but that's our job to do so. But you, you, you answered it in the correct way in the build-up to this because you said, look, I don't really want to talk about it. I know you're going to ask, but I don't want to talk about it. But now this is over, um, is that the fight that makes sense for you next? Uh, there's a possibility that Rachel Ball still could fight Ebony Bridges. So if you had to wait one and then fight her, would that suit you as well? It's all, it's all part of God's plan. If, if I'm meant to fight her next, then so be it. If I have another fight in between and she fights Ebony Bridges and we fight, then so be it. You know, I trust Adam and Eddie with my life. They're guiding my career. And whatever they decide makes sense, makes sense, you know. If it's next, I'm ready. Uh, I'm, I'm not working this hard for nothing. I didn't get into this sport to not become a world champion, and that's what I plan on doing next year. Um, I know you were talking to Matcham there about Ebony Bridges, but does she feature in your plans at all? Not right now, no, because why would she? She's had, how many fights has she had? Yeah, I'm not sitting there digging her out. I don't know the girl. Like, she's got a bee in her bonnet about me. Never met me. She's from, I wanted to say New Zealand, from Australia. If you've got a problem, Merry Christmas. But I don't know, like, I don't see why there's beef. If she wants, she's been using my name to try and get a bigger name, okay, but she's not in my plans right now. My plan is, uh, is for Rachel or someone else and then Rachel. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if you saw it yesterday. She was actually giving you underwear advice yesterday on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, did you? Underwear advice? Okay. Why does she no, I don't want to listen. It's too weird for me to go into it. But if you, I thought you might have seen it, but you were obviously kind of locked away from social media. Why does she own her underwear line? No, no, no. She was talking about. Oh, it's just too weird now to even talk about. It. Maybe look on your Twitter tonight. Oh, because, will you really ball? Because I wore like knickers instead of shorts. The reason is I lost so much weight that yours didn't fit me, so I had to go with that. And yeah. I can't help it that I'm losing weight and nothing seems to fit at the moment. That's not my fault. But if you like it, Ebony, I'll wear it again next time for you. Fair enough. It's weird if men started doing that, start going, did you see these boxers? Oh, oh my God, it'd be wood. It would be funny. Look but <laughs> All right, Shan. Um, okay, have you got anything you'd like to add before you go? It's a, it's a, a great moment for you tonight, Cynthia. It's uh, been a tough few months for you, but you could actually have a good Christmas now. Yeah, I can't wait to, to go home and see my family, see my mum, see my little sister. I've missed her birthday, Harriet. But I do want to say a big thank you to my little my loyal sponsors that have looked after me because they've stuck by me, literally all of them. Leap76, Chris, you know, been helping me mentally, and he's been sponsoring me. FMS Recovery, Adidas, which is a big thing. Um, Time for Diamonds, Daffabet, and most, most, most importantly, I want to thank Scott from LA Metalworks because... Literally, without him, I could not carry on my career. He has looked after me in ways that you wouldn't imagine. He's helped me with the living expenses of being away and keeping me afloat and everything, so I'm truly blessed to have him. Okay. Shannon Corney, congratulations. Onwards, uh, upwards for yourself, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you whenever that is. Merry Christmas. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. 
And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial advice on all your debt. <laughs>